Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Getting you through your workday one hour at a time. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Hey team, hope you had a good weekend. Afternoons with Steffi, myself and Sam Hewitt. Sam Hewitt, the last time today for about three weeks. Three weeks. He's off to the United States of America tomorrow. So luxurious to have him as a send-off today. We'll talk to him about what he's going to get up to before the show is out. I want you to call me immediately. 0800 150 811. Two things. Joe Parker fighting Deontay Wilder. Happy days. I think, it's, I think there's more upside than downside for Joe Parker. Uh, Dante Wilder. We're going to talk to Michael Montero in about 10 minutes, so I want your thoughts as well. And the Henry Nichols situation with the ball tampering. I've got nothing against Henry Nichols himself. Met him a couple of times. Lovely bloke. But if you look at what he did and you looked at the footage and then New Zealand crick out and say, nothing to see here, uh... Why were players in the opposition team screaming? What? I don't get it. I just don't get it. And as I just said to Daniel McCarty, when a sport polices itself to do with anything, whether it's corruption or anything around integrity, around a sport, you can't be policed from within because you'd be finding your own organisation guilty if it came out that way. Um, independence was needed here and the how it was just shut down so quickly I don't get it I don't get it your thoughts on the uh, the governance call it the Henry Nichols situation I think it's just highlighted something it's just highlighted that I don't think you can govern or you you can monitor this type of um, bending of rules or allegations and then monitor it from within. I just think it's it's wrong because there's vested interests all over the place. Thoughts on that? Thoughts on Joe Parker and Dante Wilder as a matchup? Very interested to hear your thoughts on that. Sounds like it's going to happen. Michael Montero will give us a bit more of an idea at about quarter past, 20 past 12, just when he gets himself free. Uh, also going to talk to Karen Berger, Silver Ferns defender who sat this one out over the weekend, but she was part of the commentary team at the Fast Five World Champs down in Christchurch. It was fantastic. I actually really enjoyed I watched quite a bit of it. Um, New Zealand going down twice in the weekend. Only lost two games, once in round robin to Australia and once in the final 
to Australia as well. The men's um, teams from New Zealand, Australia and South Africa also played. Um, it was good times. Malawi, Jamaica, England, Australia, I'm missing one, New Zealand and Jamaica, Malawi, South Africa was the other one as well. Good tournament, good tournament. <clears throat> After one o'clock, we'll catch up with Tana Umanga, former All Black captain, legendary All Black, coached all around the world. He is now the head coach of Moana Pacifica, and he'll be sitting alongside Stephen Jones, which is pretty cool. Uh, the former Welsh first five who's going to be the attack coach. Talk to him about that. We'll do our What's Making News as usual. Uh, Bruce Young, former professional caddy and golf commentator, analyst, um, toujours, Great to talk to him. Big weekend of golf going on. Uh, I'll keep an eye on the golf for you with uh, Stephen Elker. He is 18 under with two holes to go. Stephen Ames and Ernie Els uh, in the clubhouse at 17 under. So he just needs to par in his last two holes. I just saw he parred 16. So he'll be teeing off 17 very shortly. So I'll keep you up to date with that. Um, and also great news for Ben Campbell. Uh, New Zealand professional player who's been riddled with injury um, in his career. He is celebrating his win in Hong Kong. He won the New Zealand PGA, I think, in 2018 or something, but he's had a lot of injuries. So I've got a message in with him. I don't think he'll be awake yet. Let me just check. It's been sent, so maybe his phone is now on. Only just sent two minutes ago. So uh, they are at six o'clock in the morning in Hong Kong at the moment. So hopefully we'll get him up at about uh, 20 past two just to celebrate that victory over Cam Smith, who was one of the Live Golf defectors, former major winner. And now Ben Campbell beat him. But interested in your calls just for the next few minutes, uh, the Henry Nichols or the Joe Parker uh, phone lines 0800 150 Mikey in Christchurch. G'day, Mikey. Oh, good day. Um, I wanted to whip the Nichols thing, but just quickly on Parker, I guess he's fighting for relevancy now, isn't he? In a way, yeah. You know, the, the, the clock's ticking. It's getting older. Um, if he doesn't put some big opponents down, then he's just he's just a pretty good fighter that we had, but, you know, didn't but, get there in the end, I guess. The interesting thing is, they're all older. Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk, um, Anthony Joshua, uh, Dante Wilder, Joe Pat, they're all well north of 30. Yeah, but a lot of those fighters will probably get the big purses. Yeah. Parker's got to really smack someone down to get those purses, I would have thought. Yeah, he does. Um, on the Henry Nichols thing, I've really, I've really only got one thing to say, and it just goes on with a couple of years of history of like the New Zealand Rugby Union and I guess cricket itself giving themselves uppercuts. Um, they do know there are radio shows and journalists out there <laughs> who will follow up on this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Surely, surely they, they didn't think, do you know what, if we said there was nothing to see here, it'll die down and no one will talk about it. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Come on. I saw it and it didn't look good. did not look good at all. Um, In fact, it looked terrible. It looked absolutely <laughs> terrible. And, not, and as you said, there's nothing to see here. Um, well, now it's just going to get people talking mm. more than probably would if they, they sort of smacked them with a couple of uh, game suspensions or something. So there you go, organisations, they seem to know what they're doing, don't they? Mm. Interestingly, I've seen a video that um, the general public haven't seen, which is damning, and it's, I can't go into too much detail because I was shown in absolute um, secrecy, but it's pretty damning, and uh, I, I, I can't believe I can't believe what I saw. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, sportsmen do shoot themselves in the foot from time to time, but... Yes, you would hope at least the organisations themselves 
would go, no, we can't have that because if we say there's nothing to see here, there's nothing to stop everyone else going, well, if he can get away with it, mm. why, why don't we all get away with it? Yeah. And it doesn't lead to a very good place, I would have thought. So anyway. Yeah. Good all man. Good. All right, mate. Cheers, Thank buddy. You. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Bye. Let's go to Scott in Wellington. G'day, Scott. Hey, Steph. How are you going? Good, bud. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page as you with it, um, to be honest. I, I think they uh, dismissed it very, very quickly. And um, we, when you're sort of um, doing that through your own organisation, I guess it's kind of like, you know, you, you break the law and instead of being... Um, you know, judged in court, it's your mum and dad sort of judging you and, and deciding the punishment. So obviously they're going to clear you pretty quick on that front, most likely. Um, good analogy. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it didn't look good. Um, you know, if it was, if he wasn't doing anything, you, you would probably see that more often with the, you know, with the fielder with a helmet with the ball. But he was definitely, you know, he was using a a foreign object against the ball and I mean it was pretty clear to see so um, I, I think if it had been you know um, uh, you know like the sandpaper gate with Australia and, and South Africa you know um, we would have all been throwing it probably a lot harder as well um, if it was done it was, in an international you know, match and ICC were overseeing it I don't think it would have just been shut down within a couple of days no no it, it just did not look right I mean um you know, why would you have the ball running along the helmet unless you were you, you were trying to alter the ball in some way? Mm. That's it. That's it. Uh, Tom and Scotty, thanks, buddy. No worries. Thanks, Steph. Have a good afternoon. You too, mate. Uh, text from Ken says, Steph, the Henry Nichols situation was blatant to see. Cover-up going on. Needs to be revisited. Don't need that in the game at any level. Let's watch this space. Yes, it will be interesting. Uh, who's next up here? Gary in Upper Hutt. G'day, Gary. Hey, Steph. Hey, um, yeah, I mean, obviously I've seen the same footage as everyone else and it's not the best footage in the world, but even watching that, I think it's as blatant as, as the nose on your face what he's done there. <laughs> and for them to just sort of whitewash that away, that is, it's just unbelievable. I mean, really, uh, as I say, there's got to be an investigation, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, somebody's got to be held to account on how they've come to this decision to just say, you know, there's no penalty at all because... Yeah, it just brings everything, the, the game, into just repeat, doesn't it? I mean, um, he did it. He's, he's as clear as anything. Yeah, well, I've spoken to cricketers and former cricketers, and they can't believe he's got uh, uh, nothing's, nothing's transpired. Even at one point he was doing it, and one of his teammates came over to stop him, and he pushed him away. It's just incredible. Really, I didn't actually see that. Okay, mm. far out. Do we, do we know who it is that like was on the committee or whatever that overlooked this and decided there was nothing? Do I don't. We, do I, we know who they were? I don't know who they were, but I know the match referee. I think the match referee was Gary Baxter, who's a former uh, umpire himself. Um, yeah, I just don't know. I, I, I need to keep. I need to see more. I only just saw it last night, so maybe we'll try and get someone yeah. from New Zealand cricket on. Yeah, I just think it's terrible. I mean, we jumped up and down with the old sandpaper gate sort of thing, you know, very holier than thou, and, and rightfully so, you know. But when one of ours does it, you've got to grow some balls and just come down hard on them. I mean, you, you can't just whitewash it. I mean, it might may well be distasteful or whatever. He, he, Henry Nichols a great guy, you know, but he's done something pretty bad there, and he, he should be held to account. Mm. Yeah, I... Hey, and just quickly on the Joseph Parker one, yep. I mean... Yeah, good on him, man. Take the payday. Absolutely <laughs> take it, you know. yeah. You know, I don't think he's ever going to really... I mean, I'm no boxing aficionado like yourself, but I don't know that he's ever really going to 
get up there looking at a belt sort of thing again. I mean, he, he's a good journeyman, maybe slightly better than journeyman. That might be a bit rough, but... Yeah, by all means, if he can give himself a good payday, you take them every day, don't you? Absolutely, you do. Absolutely, you do. Yeah. Good stuff, Gary. Yeah. Enjoy your day, right, buddy. Steph. Thanks, mate. Good... Uh, Joey in Auckland. G'day, Joey. G'day, Steph. All I can say about that cricket uh, should have gone to Specsavers. <laughs> the New Zealand cricket, they should go to Specsavers, mate. Yeah. I tell you. But if they can't see anything happening there... I mean, one, why has he got the why has he got the helmet as well? I mean, you don't if you if you want to just you know you don't rough up the ball, but if you want if you want to get a shine on the ball, you rub it on your, your trousers and that. Um, that's all I can say, mate. Should have gone to Specsavers. Mm. And, and could you ask them if they um if they they want two for one? Because that's what they need. <laughs> it's a joke, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, it's a joke, mate. I mean, you know, and and rightly so, like your caller said, he he, he should be accountable for it. Mm. And actually, to be honest. He should be asked in front of in front of the the um, your journalist and say you know come out and admit it. It's okay, he did something wrong. If you admit it and 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 he gets fined for it, it goes away. If you don't admit it and you lie, it goes on and on like a festered um, ball that you need to pop. You know what I mean? Like a boil. It goes on and on and on because it'll go on for days and for weeks because people know. He did something wrong. He knows he did something wrong. Put a hand up and just go, yeah, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, suspend me, whatever. That's fine. You know, then we move on. We forget about it in another, in another week's time. Mm. We won't be forgetting about another week's time. I tell you, you know, it, it, it's crazy, mate. The, uh, but the anyway. Un- the unfortunate thing, the, the, the action wasn't just once. It was three times. It was the end of three different overs that it happened, which is the footage yeah. is from. So that's really concerning. Yeah, exactly. And I tell you what, that would never happen at the mighty turbo. Never in the turbo town. Good on you, Joey. Cheers, okay. mate. Uh, let's go to Graham in the water up. G'day, Graham. Graham in the Patoni. Oh, Graham beautiful. Hey, you, mate. Yeah, have some doubt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this Henry Nichols thing, mate, I just like, can't, can't believe it. Um, he wasn't um, doing like the equivalent of sandpaper. He was down there grating the ball with the helmet. He was really scraping it, mm. um, and um, for them to make that call, um, I would uh, similar make it similar to a TMO call in rugby. There's a blatant knock on, but they didn't see anything and they awarded the try. Yeah, the, uh, allegedly it's come out that I don't know who's claimed it that the, he he was getting the sweat off the helmet to help shine the ball. And what's wrong with getting sweat off your forehead or sweat off a helmet? I think that was clutching at straws. <laughs> really? Jeez, get real. Mm. Everybody saw it. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Never mind. That's yeah. it. Carry on. Enjoy your day, mate. See you, buddy. <laughs> Facing the Impetoni. Scott and Taranaki. G'day, Scott. G'day. G'day, Staffy. I'm just wondering when uh, someone's going to walk out with a nail polish hardener to shine her up now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just shine that up on one side of the ball. Apparently, it's all cool and normal now. So, we're all good. Nothing to see. No. So I uh, get a bit of reverse swing going with the ball, and it's uh, it's reasonably frustrating that they've swept this under the table. They could have showed really good leadership here and, and stamped out any sort of 
nonsense like this going on at a domestic level straight away. Um, this doesn't set a very good standard, especially from an international cricketer like him. We expect better, and we should get better from our board and our administration as well. I'd like to think with the backlash coming from New Zealand public uh, that they will have a look at how this was looked into, and especially if there is other footage of of the acts going on, mm. that this actually gets dealt with properly. Um, they could have given him a suspension through the Bangladesh tour, and it would have been dead and buried before the New Zealand summer. If he doesn't have something happen uh, to him, as in, you know, get a suspension, this is going to hang over the entire New Zealand summer, and probably at every ground, he's going to be offered a helmet or some form of uh, product to scrape up the ball <laughs> every time. Someone in the crowd's just going to give it to him. But it could have been dead and buried by the Bangladesh series. But um, they're going to have it overhang the whole summer now, and that's disappointing to see coming from our administration at New Zealand Cricket. Mm, yeah, uh, a, a bit more leadership as well. I'm not point. I'm not. I haven't got one finger pointed at Henry Nichols. I've got a finger pointed at the whole situation. I just think it's been poorly dealt with. In fact, I'd say it hasn't been dealt with. Yeah, absolutely. Very disappointing. Um, I guess we've got a new board and whatnot, new new um, chairperson and CEO and, and a few other people that are going and that are going to be new and it was their opportunity to stamp the stuff out straight away and mm. uh, it's a bit disappointing they haven't done it. Mm. Good, man. Thanks, right, buddy. Thanks, Cheers, mate. Good to chat. Uh, we'll go to Cliff in Dunedin. G'day, Cliff. Yeah, g'day, Staffy. Look, if, if the Pakistanis came here and one of them was doing something that we wasn't thinking too good about. We just got to we just got to turn a blind eye now because, you know, if the coach or the manager of the Pakistani side said, "You fellas have set a precedent here that you that you your players can be on the field using anything to play with the ball to help," that we we've we've basically dug our own grave on this now because. You know, any any team that comes here, our judiciary has looks like they've got no balls, mm. and I think it comes back to the change of CEO. I think uh, our our local man who's finally left the position has probably not wanted to put his hand up to to do anything about it, and the new people coming in are probably just treading water. And uh, yeah, it's a bit very disappointing. You know, like the last ch- caller said, it just doesn't go away, and he'll get jibes. I was at the basin and uh, at the test match, and look, there's a, there's enough banter that goes on without having a guy on the field possibly who's going to get a ribbing all the time, the whole test match, yeah, because of something he did before Christmas. He's going to get it after Christmas, and it's just bad. This is bad for New Zealand cricket, you know. Mm. I think they might have thought that with the World Cup on, that this could be sort of slip under the covers, but there's no covers. <laughs> it's not right. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I do know what you're saying, Cliff. It's it's and even if they had said, look, we're not a hundred percent sure, but it doesn't look good, so we're giving him a two month ban or something like that. Play on. Um, but just to say, well, even if they gave him, even if they gave him some sort of a warning of such, but they basically said there's nothing to see, mm. and everyone's seen it, and they're and they're saying that there's nothing to see. And, uh, yeah, it's a blight on the game. It's a blight on New Zealand cricket. The judiciary running it, uh, you know, yeah, it's just a bad look. But, hey, hopefully Elka's – I'm just going to go home in a minute to watch Elka win the uh, Charles Swab Cup. Let's hope and, so. uh, and I'll forget about cricket for a minute. That's a good idea. Good on you, buddy. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Yeah. One more quickly before the break. Uh, Dino, g'day, Dean. 
Yes, Steph, mate. I'm just, I can't be bothered with this, to be brutally honest. I don't care. Like, New Zealand, there's no law and order in New Zealand anymore. It's just who you are and how much money you've got. Like, just, just move on from it. I don't want to, I'd rather talk about Bond having India 3 for 30 and see how good they are. You know, I watched that game last night and they're batting magnificently, but let's just get, put them in, I reckon. I don't know nothing about Korea, but I reckon you never know what's a good score and India will chase anything, but if they're 3 for 30, we'll beat them. I couldn't care less about what, who's scraping a sandpaper on a ball or what. It's who cares? It's fish and shit paper. Nothing will get done, mate. Nothing ever does. It makes your phone ring hot and people ring up ranting and raving. But I didn't want to listen to it before. I want India three for thirty. Simple. <laughs> I tell you what, a lot of people wanted to talk about it, Dino. Um, a lot of people are a bit disillusioned with it. A bit like you, were a bit disillusioned with what was that All Black coach's name um, that you rang up quite often about? Ian Forster. Who? <laughs> Ian Foster. You were quite disillusioned with him. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> He's finished now, that's right. He's fish and chip favour, isn't he? He doesn't, he doesn't even worry of that, mate. Like, just, <laughs> he's another one, like I just said, it's who you are and how much money you've got. It's, it's rubbish. And what do you do? You interview Hanson, who endorsed him. Like, Steve's great. No problem with Steve at all. He says it how it is. But you got that one wrong. Just admit you got it wrong. Mm. You know, it's a mistake. But it's... Yeah, mate, make sure phone ring. That's important. But let's go for three for thirty. Three for thirty. Come on, okay. Three for thirty. We'll put our we'll put our order in. Good on you, Dino. Thanks for joining us, mate. We'll take a quick break here on afternoons with Staffy. We'll come back.